It's the Brian and Kendra Show with Brian Cook and Kendra Brown of Advanced Real Estate Advisors. I'm Kendra Brown. And I'm Brian Cook. Between the two of us, we have 38 years of experience in real estate. Sharing real estate tips and advice right here on Classic Hits 107.3. Hey, welcome to the Brian and Kendra Show. We're here to talk about real estate, giving valuable insights and practical tips. That's right. That's exactly what we do. This is Kendra Brown. Yes, and we are in Woodward, America. Woodward, America. That is. So really, we want to talk about small, I just forgot the word. Small market real estate. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like small something. Yes. Well, it's, small it's rural, just we are different. Town, small, even, even. It is different. And I love that about us. <clears throat> yeah, we were out. I can't remember what we was doing the other day. And I thought, man, this just does not work because we're too small. Ugh. And so but, we just have to build. Because it's really highly relationship-driven real estate. It highly. is. And I love that because we love people. And that's what we want to do is build relationships. Right. Okay, so whenever we go to big conferences and we um, – I love the education that we get at conferences. This is the part I hate, the mingling, because as much as I love people, when we mingle, they're always like, what's your market like? And I'm like, nothing like yours. Yeah, yeah, good luck. <laughs> because we are truly small market real estate, and yep. it's super cool. The way that we work, we get to work so close with people. Um, yesterday, we went to look at a customer's property to list, and by the time we were done, we said, you know what? Let's just sell your other property instead. I, I don't feel like you get to do that in different markets than what we have. I think that we're in a really unique, special property place. Right. Well, I have no idea what I'm saying, but I know what I mean. Right. And when you're in our market, when you're in our market, we're like, um, you know, we sold, I don't know, a couple, we sold a couple thousand houses. We're probably close I, together. I was sure that we had together. And I mean. So, <clears throat> a couple thousand houses in a town of twelve to 15,000 people. Um, I've probably been in your house. I know. Here's my favorite game. Mom sold that one. Mom sold that one. Mom sold that one. Brian yeah. sold that one. Brian sold that one. Mom sold that one. Yeah, we both <laughs> sold that one twice. <laughs> okay, so Jack has laughed about that whenever yeah. I've said, oh, I remember when we sold that the first time, and then I sold it the second time, and then we sold it the third time. He's like, that's yeah. hilarious. Remember when it. that blue door was orange? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Okay, guess what it is? What? It's my favorite week of the whole year, and it's not even Christmas. It's um, 4th of July. It's rodeo, rodeo week. Rodeo week. Yes, 4th of July is my other favorite week. Yes. And St. Patrick's Day is my We're other gonna favorite. We're going to go ahead and celebrate 4th of July anyway on the 10th at my house. That sounds awesome. What are we going to do? We're going to shoot off fireworks like no one's business. On the 10th? On the 10th, because okay. we don't have time to shoot fireworks at the 4th because my daughter's working. Right. So we're going to go test out all the fireworks at my house. So if you see crazy right. fireworks on the 10th, you'll be like, rodeo fireworks, rodeo fireworks. <laughs> Two I shows. I can do both. It'll be fine. If you sit, let's see. If you sit on what hill, can you see both shows? Hmm. I got I to admit, as much as I love rodeo, hmm. I think I probably would do fireworks over rodeo. I yeah, love fireworks. Okay, but rodeo week, <clears throat> super sticking awesome. I'm super excited. Um, I need to check my phone before I say this because I'm trying to make sure that I have the go-ahead. So Wednesday, free hamburgers and... And the cattle drive. Cattle drive through the middle of town around lunchtime. And then there's lots of places to eat downtown, so just come park it, eat, watch the cows, see if they'll let you ride one. Um, if you have a horse, you could probably ride through the parade. And then oh, they drive them all the way from north in town, all the way through town, down Main Street, out to the Crystal Beach uh, Rodeo Arena. Well, I was trying to coordinate things to throw out the window, but I've been told I can't throw anything out the window at the Rodeo Parade. How about handcuffs? 
<laughs> so I'm going to ride with Jack in the rodeo parade, and I've been trying really hard to convince you to sponsor treats to throw out. It, and you've been a little weird about I it. Like, I don't know. So I, I called my friends on point Lancer. Actually, look at this great coaster. I called my on point people. Mm-hmm. And I said, my boss is being uncooperative. Will you cooperate? And mm-hmm. they said, well, if you want to go to jail. <laughs> I don't know. They said you have to walk alongside the car and hand it. Oh, and I, that's I right. I wanted to ride this time. I forgot they hot. changed the rules. Speaking of hot, guess what I did this week? Mowed your yard. Set off the fire alarm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I met, I cooked dinner. <laughs> okay, Dinner's so ready. <laughs> the alarm's going. <laughs> We've been married four weeks today. So this happened even before, not even a month. I texted not even my a kids month. and I'm like, wow. well, guys, great news. <laughs> yeah. I just took out the batteries like yeah. I did at the other house. Things will be fine. Things will be okay, fine. Okay, I'm super excited about today's topic. Okay. Because this one's not necessarily fun. Not a lot of entertainment, not many fun stories. But this is like the meat. Um, mm. The next couple of podcasts that we're going to do, we're going to talk about some really important things. Somebody somebody had commented one time, um, some agents are good at this, some agents are good at that. And, and, and one of the comments was made was, um, that person is really good because they're good at the contract, um, but they'll never be good at the people. And I thought it was kind of a humorous <laughs> statement. Um, but here's the thing. Where we are, you really need to be yep. the best at both. Yep. And so um, we tease that you can't do my job, but you can actually do my job. And you do my job just fine. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I've had dreams this week that I am definitely replaceable, which I already <clears throat> knew, but yuck, it doesn't feel good. But this is what we do. So I do the contract. You do the most of the showings. Um, I still get to do lots of peopling because yep. I have to help to usher us through the contract process. But what I find is a lot of times when you hand them over to me, there's a lot of questions about what things mean. So um, sometimes a buyer might be shaking their head to you. Yeah, I understand it's completely. And then to me, they're like, excitement. what on earth is he saying? And I'm like, I got you. So we want to talk about some terms today. Yep. Next time we're going to talk about the contract, but today we want to talk about terms. First things first. Oh, I thought you had another document that had more glossary, that had a glossary. I didn't bring it. Oh, this you aren't about. prepared. No, I am. I just it's on my desk. <laughs> I thought that's next week. We All have right. a we have a document that we will send you if you're interested, and it's about the Oklahoma real estate purchase contract. It's a great booklet, and it really, man, it gives a lot of terms and explains different things about the contract as you go through the contract in order. Right. Um, And it's super wonderful. We are going to put that into layman's terms next week, but if you also want to just really, if you're super curious, we'd be happy to print one of those for you. Print it or Um, email it. Or I'll send you to the website. Or send you to the email. Whatever is easiest for you. So, um, okay, so... We're going to show you a copy of that really quick right. so that you have a visual. Oh, thank you Look for being our model, Thanks, Nathan. Nana. Great I mean, job. Nathan. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So So this is online at the Oklahoma Real Estate Conf- uh, Commission website. Um, we have copies here at the office. Um, it's highlighted in the contract where to get it, what its name is, but it's a bunch of content about the contract. So it was updated February 2018. In the back of it, it has all of these terms that we're kind of going to be going through and talking about. All right, let's do this. All right, terms, first things first, earnest money. Earnest money? Earnest money. I always say it is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It means you're in earnest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It means that you're sincere whenever you make your offer, yep. which I think is going to be our next term. Um, you are sincere when you make your offer that you really want to purchase the property and that you have every intention of going through the contract process and going all the way to closing. So how much earnest money should you give? 
So this is all in negotiation terms. Um, so something is better than nothing, of course. Mm-hmm. And the more you put down, the more serious you're going to, your offer is going to be taken. The more serious you look. You look. The um, According to the contract, um, they can, if there's a conflict in the contract and they something happens, there's a, a, a limitation of how much they can actually take. And it's yes. like 5% of the purchase price, right. max. So um, I made an offer on a house one time. <clears throat> and after we got done, I put down $10,000 earnest money on a $150,000 house because I was like, ah, it's all money and I'm going to buy the house anyway. So I might as well put it up now. And then I got right. to put 30000 down anyway. So when I got the house done, they just said they took my offer because I put so much earnest money down because they felt like I was serious. Because they know you're in for the long haul. Yeah. You're probably not going to be um, wishy-washy right. whenever it comes to different yeah. parts of the contract. And so what, could I have lost my $10,000? Five percent of the purchase. So seventy five hundred, and there's a tons of contractual outs in the contract mm-hmm. to protect your earnest money if you back out for certain inspections. For contractual reasons, right? So if you just like, ah, heck, the, I don't like this green door anymore. I want out. Well, <laughs> probably going to lose your seventy five hundred dollars. But whenever we're going through the inspection period and you go, ah, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, this foundation issue really gives me fright. Even though I know it could be repaired, I'm still not completely comfortable. Mm -hmm. That would be a legitimate reason to be released from the contract within the contract boundaries. Right. Now, can you lose, if I put in $1,000 earnest money, can I lose more than $1,000 earnest money? I think you can. Absolutely, because it says in the contract, we're going to weigh up to 5% of the purchase price Mm -hmm. or keep your earnest money. So they can say, no, we're going to hold that earnest money, but we're going to go ahead and take you to court and get right. the 7500 mm-hmm. because you didn't do what you said you was going to do. So, so do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what we're here for. We're, we're going to walk you through that. We're going to keep all the dates, lots of dates and timelines and all that stuff, which we'll be going through in the next couple of weeks inside that contract. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house. It's your home. Hi. I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma and Woodward. Call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. On Point Land Survey can take care of all your residential, commercial, and industrial survey needs. This family-owned and operated business proudly serves Northwest Oklahoma. These lifelong Northwest Oklahoma residents with over 22 years of experience are ready to serve you with the latest equipment and capable trucks to get your job done. Call On Point Land Survey today at 580-256-6757 or stop by 1918 Main Street in Woodward, Oklahoma or visit their website at onpointlandsurveyok.com. Professional. Trusted. Local. All right, I probably did this backward because I started with earnest money and I probably should have started with offer. Yep. This is super confusing to our buyers and to um, to our sellers as well. So whenever a buyer wants to purchase the property, they make an offer. A lot of times our buyers are shocked with the amount of paperwork that comes with the offer. They're like, can't you just tell them? <laughs> we can, but boy, does it get confusing. Yes. Because the contract document is so specific and has so many different things in it. And so we need to make sure that everybody understands first things first. When I'm making this offer, once I sign the contract, these are the things I'm going to agree to. It's way too confusing. It's not just a number game. It's not. There are terms that are involved that are so much more important than just 
the bottom dollar. Right. Sometimes the closing date. Sometimes even where you close can be a, a big deal. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things that that come into that. So the offer, it's the proposal of the buyer to purchase the property, um, including any conditions or contingencies above and beyond the purchase price. When it's signed by both parties, it turns into a contract. Yes. So it is, we use the contract form to make the offer. Yes. 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 So, all right. So offer, earnest money, got those things. What you got next, boss? Well, I think your earnest money goes right into an escrow account. What is that? Wow. So your escrow account is a third-party account. It is actually monitored by these, like it's, like you have to, not monitored, it's registered to the state. Right. So the state knows what account that money is in, and they have the right to audit it at any time. So so we mean the Oklahoma Real Estate Commission. Yes. Specifically. Specifically. Well, they all monitor ours, but like the title companies have escrow accounts and mm-hmm. their board of okay. legal whatever they are. Their governing body. Yes, thank you. They <laughs> monitor theirs. All right, so this came up recently, one of our realtor meetings. Um, so just... We've gotten kind of lax, I think, a little bit in our thinking, not not negatively. Um, we no longer have a trust account. Advanced Real Estate Advisors no longer holds a trust account. Correct. So we no longer hold any earnest money. So if we have a listing and another agent submits an offer with one of our listings, then they have to designate who is going to hold that earnest money. And that's, that's held by one of the title companies, Woodward County Abstract First Republic Title. So that's filled in onto the contract as part of the terms. Sometimes, though, if a listing brokerage does still have their um, their trust account, then they would be the escrow holder. Correct. So, yep. clear as mud. Clear as mud. All right. Awesome. So, basically, an escrow. <clears throat> and it was, I'm gonna, it's a I'm, safe holding space. Yes. I'm going to back up one step. Mm-hmm. Earnest money, you put it in escrow. When you put the house under contract, the house is basically in escrow. I'm glad that you brought that up because you had made this a little bit more clear than I'd ever really considered it. Um, I know the terms. I know what things are. I know how to sell a house. I know what the contract means. But basically, when a buyer puts their earnest money in escrow, the seller puts their house in escrow. It's off right. the market, and, and they're kind of disabled so, from selling it at that point. Yeah, so you put $1,000 in earnest money. They put a $150,000 house or whatever that right. is in escrow now. It's tied up. Yeah. Your $1,000 is tied up. They're house is tied up. Mm-hmm. So it's now, we, now when you start thinking about earnest money in that form. <clears throat> you think, oh, I don't oh mind a thousand dollars anymore. dollars is nothing. Let's go back to that. I hate to be all back and forth and back and forth, <clears throat> but I'm not sure that we really touched a whole lot on that. There are some, we, we do see some generalizations with earnest money. Um, a lot of times you'll, you'll hear 1% of the purchase price. That's not always mm-hmm. feasible for a buyer. Um, a buyer's situation depends on how much they put down. We typically see a thousand dollars or more. Occasionally, we see $500. We love to see 1% because it does, again, show the sincerity of the buyer's willingness to complete the transaction, right? Right. Okay. All right. What's next? I want to talk about closing cost. You ready for that? Yep. Okay. So, um, closing cost and down payment are not the same thing. So, I want to hit closing cost first. If you are buying with a loan, it costs a lot of money to borrow money. Yes. I think that's a shock. I I know it shocked me when I started real estate and I would get the, back then it was a good faith estimate. Um, Terms have changed since then. Mm -hmm. But I would get that estimate of cost from the lender and I would would look at that. I remember just being absolutely shocked 
how much it costs to borrow money. But there's so much going on. The lender has to um, have the appraisal and make sure that the that the property is at the correct value. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, they have processing fees. They have dock fees. You have to pay your taxes in advance. You have to pay interest in advance. Um, there's so much that goes on that just really creates a large amount of closing cost. In addition to that, you might have a down payment. So we are eligible where we are in Woodward, um, eligible for a rural, rural development loan. That's the second time today I've had such a heck of a time saying rural. Mm. So USDA loans are 100% loans. Um, VA loans, 100% loans. So not every loan is going to have a down payment, but most of them have at least a three and a half, three percent up down payment. Mm -hmm. So the down payment is separate from your closing cost. So you may have on a $100,000 house, you might have $3,500 for a down payment and six to $8,000 of closing cost altogether. You've got a sizable sum that you need to bring to closing. Yep. Right? Yes. And the big thing, like it really adds up. So if you think about, oh, hey, I'm buying a house and my costs to close, my closing costs, what it costs to get there and close the deal. Like, so you you do you have to pay, they want a year's worth of insurance mm -hmm. plus three months in, in right. escrow, which now, now we're talking about another escrow account. This escrow account is held by your lender that pays your taxes and your insurance when they come due. Mm -hmm. So they want to make sure there's enough money in there into that escrow account. So 15 months worth of insurance could be... $2,000, $3,000. Or more. Or more. Depending, depending on, on the house. On the house. So that, that, it, that's why part of that adds way up. And oh, you're, man. And you're prepaying a bunch of these fees into your account. So that's why it adds That's a up. good point because I don't mean to make <clears> it sound like the lender is just out to get all your money. Because yeah, your lender fees but, aren't that extreme. But they have things they have to do to protect themselves as well. Right. So. Yes. All right. Um, closing cost on payment. We talked about those two things. Let's talk about – let me see if I'm missing anything that I wanted. Oh. <clears throat> Now, during the contract package, we're going to contract period. We're going to talk a lot about title. We're going to talk about abstracting, and we're going to talk about title work. And so, let's talk first. What is an abstract? So, abstract is the history of the property from statehood, which is so stinking cool. My daughter worked cool. at the abstract at Woodward County Abstract for a little bit, and she'd be like, "Mom, today I saw an abstract that had Woodrow Wilson's signature on it." Wow. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> she's so my daughter, isn't yeah. she? <laughs> yeah. That's why we named our dog Teddy Roosevelt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so this history of the property, it's a history of everything that's been filed against the property since yeah. statehood. And so that is put together into one book. And mm -hmm. then from that book, um, the abstract company makes sure all the documents are there, and then they hand it over to an attorney. The attorney reads through all of the book and says, this is clear marketable title, or uh-oh, we have a little bit of a hiccup. Um, yesterday, we saw one that the deed had been improperly executed. Yes. So it had listed, it was an LLC, and instead of being signed by a manager, it was signed by a member. That's a distinction. Thankfully, the attorney caught it and said, hey, we got to get this corrected. It's an easy fix. And that's, right. I wanted to say that because most of the time, title defects are simple to fix. They're usually yeah. not a big deal. Once in a while, they are. But most of the time, yeah. they're pretty easy to go. So whenever we say title to residential real estate, we generally don't mean a title like you have for your car. We generally mean a deed, and we're talking about a whole process of abstracting title work and then a deed at closing. Deed. Deed. Go for it. Okay. So the deed is the transfer of the property. So gives it takes the ownership from one entity, individual, person, family, couple, whatever, to another so it's like a car title, but it's for the for the house. 
for the property. And it's not green. Right. <clears throat> okay, so we had, there's lots of different types of deeds, three, yes. four, or five different types of deeds. Yeah. And um, we had Kyle Dominic one time on the show to talk about that, and I thought that was mm. super, super helpful and yes. informational. The contract that we use specifies a general warranty deed, um, which is the most restrictive deed you can get. It has the most protection. Most protected. That's the word I was looking for, but I can come up with it. All right. Next up um, in your in your contract period, you're probably going to have to have an appraisal if you are um, getting a loan. So bless the appraiser's hearts. Oh, God. <laughs> I, was on, yeah, I was on the phone with one yesterday and he's like, um, I'm, there's not enough sales in the area to, to help me get to the I'm glad that happened because I think that one of the things that is so frustrating with appraisals is that you feel like the house obviously is worth what you're willing to pay for it. Right. And that's true, but the lender needs to be able to back up that three other people would have also paid that price for it. Right. Is basically what it comes down to. Yes. And so in this situation, um, we, we didn't even, we weren't even able to get the house on the market before a buyer was like, no, I want it. I want it. Um, and they and they put in their offer and, and everybody is happy and the appraiser goes eek and I don't know how yeah. that's going to turn out I don't don't tell me now because I don't want to cry on the air no but um it's a tough job to go through because they have to find things that are comparable that have sold so they're looking to match apples to apples if they have to match an apple to an orange they've got to find some way to to help to justify that and to make it more equal yeah it's tricky yep and it's tricky in our area because sometimes. There, there's just not enough houses selling. That doesn't mean we're in a bad market. It just means that we have a, a less inventory and less opportunity to sell as many properties as in other areas. Right. Yeah, we had, and even that, we could have a whole other show on on appraisals. But oh man, like we sold a log cabin one time, and they have to get three comparable comps to a log cabin. We'll go find three oh log cabins that sold within the last five years, and they want it within ninety days. So, mm-hmm. so it goes back to like this one house that we're selling. Um, I went back to the community it's in. I went back and searched 12 months back on the MLS, and then I searched county records trying to find anything comparable. Well, there's like this gap in this market right. that nothing is sold in that price range in the last six months. And then so then, you know, when, then we bounced to similar communities around Woodward within mm-hmm. 20, 30 miles. Um, then we bounced into Woodward, which is different because it's even <laughs> if it's even, you know, the market in Woodward is different right. than – Moreland, Fargo, Gage, they're all different. It is. Mm-hmm. And so so we, we did struggle. And and so sometimes your appraisal is your is your uh is your holdup due to finding a comparable. Right. And to find comparable. Absolutely. And it gets messy. Oh man. All right. Um that could be a whole other show again. Yep. All right. What are what are we looking at next? I think we want to talk about closing next. Okay. So closing is tricky, tricky, tricky. One, it's like this general term that we just throw around and people are like, what do you mean by closing? We mean when you go sign your life away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're getting a loan, that's what you're doing. I mean, I've seen buyers look at their packet and go, oh my gosh, I have to sign every page? Yes. Yeah. All 300 pages. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. It's like 100, 150. Yeah. All right. So, um, so the closing process is typically with a loan, you're signing your promissory note, you're signing your mortgage. There's all kinds of different documents that your lender needs from you just to say that you, yes, are promising to pay your loan back. But then they also have all these disclosures, disclaimers, what they're willing to do for you, what they're not willing to do for you. They will not mow your lawn. No. 
That blows my mind. Ever. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, they don't know you're yawning. It's going to be expensive. <laughs> They're going to charge you more than what you would have had to pay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, um, but the closing process is the final step in real estate when the ownership is transferred from the seller to the buyer, and then all the necessary documents are signed. Here's the thing. You might sign everything. The seller might sign everything. It is not closed until it is funded. Yep, get your We've money. We've got one today that the buyer is having to sign um, from <clears throat> far away. And so they're signing their their parts digitally, um, but it's not closed until it's funded. So we messaged the the closing agent and said, "Hey, we cannot hand out keys until money is in your account," and and that's tricky and it sucks a little bit because the seller's like, "But I signed, I want my money," and the buyer's like, "I signed, I want my keys." And we're like, "We're sorry, we don't have any money yet. We gotta have the money yep. first. I say we. I don't yeah. get it." <laughs> The closing company needs to have the funds before they can re an authorization to release them if you have a lender. Yes. So, all right. Is there anything that I missed that you want to I, make I sure? I want to talk about hit? like pending. Oh, that's what does a that good mean? Term. Somebody called and said, "Hey, I want to buy this house." And we're like, "Ah, oh, it's pending." Well, what does what does pending mean? Under so. contract. But what's that mean? So um, whenever I get these calls and, and we have to go through the pending under contract, what's it mean? It means that a buyer has made the offer on the property, a seller has accepted it, and that they are together walking toward closing. So the house is really not on the market right now. There is a slight little chance something mm -hmm. could happen. It would fall apart, and, and then the property would go back on the market. But when it's pending or under contract, it means nobody else is looking at the house and no other offers are being looked at or accepted. Right. So pending. So if you see somebody put up on it, we don't use under contract signs. No, um, that'll jinx us. Yeah, so we... we, we <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's what that means. So, if you if you missed it, darn. So, we can keep you on the latest. You can keep in touch with the agent that, you know, with your agent. Make sure that if it does fall through, that you're next in line, that you can be ready. But that's what that means. It means they have... Uh, if it's you, you have the house under contract or you have a pending, then you have signed the contracts and everything's agreed. Um. Mortgage. What's a mortgage? Oh, the mortgage is, it's the loan secured. Let me read it to you. Yeah. <laughs> because it's really like, I mean, it feels like the promissory note, but they're not exactly the same thing. Correct. Um, it's a loan secured by a property that allows individuals to purchase real estate by making payments over a specified period, usually with interest. And I think that's a typo. Loan secured for a property. My bad. So, yeah, so your mortgage is they file a mortgage at the courthouse with all of your, you know, your legal description and mm -hmm. property address. And, and it gives some of the terms of the, um, what you have to do's and don'ts. You, you know, have to maintain the property. You can't store hazardous waste. You can't, you have to pay your taxes. You have to pay, you keep insurance. You got to do all that stuff. Sometimes it says you have to live in the property. It's yes. not to be used as a rental, that you have to be the, has to be your primary residence. And I mean, there's lots of different things that go into the mortgage stating specifically what it's for and, and what the mortgage type would be. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it is filed at the courthouse. I think that's yes. important. I didn't understand that prior to real estate. Your note is not filed at the courthouse, but your mortgage is public record. Yes. Crazy, and, huh? And, and the note gives more information about how you're going to pay it back. It's going to, mm -hmm. it's going to tell you, you know, the terms, how long is it, the interest rate, all right. of that good stuff. Right. All right. What else? Pre-approval. Oh, I wanted to hit that. Pre-approval versus pre-qualify. Okay. So Go. 
we got one minute. So okay. Okay. pre-approval is just saying, hey, I called the bank and they, you said, hey, I make this much money and I have this much money in my account and my credit card is this. Okay, great. You are pre-approved. Based on what you've told me. Yes. As opposed to pre-qualify. Would you prove it? Here's my yes. bank statements. Here's my paychecks. Here's my tax returns. Here's my credit report. Here's my work history. Here's my blood type. I'm just kidding. So here's my right arm. Your your prequalification is basically saying you are financially prequalified per your rules. Right. I mean per all their requirements. And they've checked everything but the title of the house. So then you actually are officially qualified like the day before closing, because then all the house stuff checks out too. Right. So right. so there's your quick rundown on some of the terms we use in real estate. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. If you have more questions, don't hesitate to give us a call. I'm Brian Cook. Uh, 580-334-2303. I am Kendra Brown, 580-216-0090. All right. We'll check you guys out next week. See you later. Your new favorite, Classic Hits 1073 KLSI Moreland Woodward. Tell a friend.